Good morning. Hey, Seattle. As always, it's your girls, Jasmine and Shantae. Welcome to another Thursday morning and another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. Will it be the way or not the way? Find out and join the conversation. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. Is your girls, Shantae and Jasmine. Hey! As always. <laughs> and today, we are actually thrilled to introduce to you guys a special guest. Woo! Her name is Marissa Yates. Marissa. <laughs> yeah. Say hi, Marissa, to the people. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. So, Marissa is going to join us today as we try to talk about accountability in relationships specifically as it relates to women. Yes. So that is actually a very, I feel like it's a hot topic. It's a hot take and a hot topic. Yeah. So we're really excited to have her on for this. So thanks for joining Absolutely. us. A little bit more about Marissa. She's a small business owner. Yes, she would is. Would you say small business owner, Marissa? Yes, I would say Absolutely. small business owner. She's a small business owner, photographer, She's also works with uh, nonprofits and social media, and she's an all-around awesome person. Yes. So we're really excited to have her on the show. She's also a Leo, just like me. So if that oh gives God. you any type of indication as to how cool she is, <laughs> you know. The kind of energy she's going to bring yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> that Leo energy. Um, before we get into the show and into anything, we're going to recap our weeks. Um, <clears throat> As you guys know, we've, we're still on quarantine. We're right. still on lockdown. Right. Nothing's changed. Nothing's probably going to change for about a month. Um, so At least. <laughs> At what, least. What have we been doing to fill the time? Um, Jasmine, why don't you go ahead and... Um, let's see. Honestly, this last week, the Seattle sun was blessing us. Oh. And I was trying to take full advantage of that considering our circumstances. Um, we have a really cute little back patio area that's got some like chairs and table on it. And I was looking for any excuse to be out there. Like, oh, we're having lunch. Let's go sit out there. Oh, um, it's just hot outside and I need to do my nails. Let me just go sit outside in the sun and do my nails. <laughs> so that has been amazing. I've been able to be like essentially sun drunk because of that. I got a really weird tan because I fell asleep for a little bit in a weird position. <laughs> um, and then other than that- <laughs> a weird position, sure. I did. I was wearing like a crop top and like a high-waisted skirt. And so I have this weird like line going across the middle of my- I have the, the same problem my... when I'm out there. Oh yeah, I, I bet. The time. <laughs> All the time, yeah. Me and my crop tops, you know. You know, I... Mm -hmm. <laughs> But um, outside of that, we also got drunk on Saturday. Uh oh. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See? <laughs> not even like so, a little bit. It sounds like y'all got a little bit twisty. We got drunk. Yeah. drunk. Oh. So we, we've been trying. I don't think the last time we got drunk or drank was when we till we did the our, happy yeah. hour. So it's been about two or three weeks since any of us had a little bit of a lituation. Since mm. rage. Yeah. And um, we were on that tequila. That Cabo uh, Wabo. <laughs> all night. And um, we're, the drinks were actually really good. So yeah. you don't, the, the tricky part is that you don't realize how drunk you're getting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just had a really good time and got drunk on Saturday, hung out with some pups. So that was all in all a really great time. I, <laughs> I think my week was great. Sun drunk and actual drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um. Marissa, why don't you go ahead and let our people know like a couple of things you did this week. What are you doing to keep yourself sane during quarantine? Yeah, I've been taking a lot of pictures of flowers and the Seattle landscape. I oh, live yeah. in New York City and so I'm never around nature, never around beautiful natural things and so I'm really taking advantage of it while in Seattle. Um, I've been playing a lot of Sims 4, for sure. Yes, same, actually. Yes. I'm trying yes. to figure out my disk space for that. Because... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, working out, working on my abs, my butt, just, you know, 
trying to get a quarantine body. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Marissa. I'm working on my quarantine body too because I don't want to come out here looking like a no. over yeah overweight version of potato. myself. Yeah, a couch potato. Yeah, like from <laughs> from what we're gonna have left of summer. Like we just need to go out blazing for yeah. the you know like four days we're gonna have. So. <laughs> Seattle already gets like four days of summer, so that yeah. would be good. <laughs> standard. Yeah, standard. Um, and then I guess for my weekly recap, um, we got new podcasting equipment. We did! And that's really exciting because that's something that we've been talking about needing for like a year and a half, so the entire time we've started our podcast. It's been a, it's been a podcast goal of ours to do, and now yeah. we're, we're there, so we're slowly but surely checking off things on our list yes so now we can do you know some more um supplemental content and like other things at home um outside of these episodes yeah. so i'm really excited about that um also i was gonna say we got drunk on saturday but that's not my note <laughs> <laughs> i got back on tinder oh quarantine so quarantine has definitely put me in a very weird and new space. Um, I am open to all things and Tinder is one of them. Usually I'm very cynical about Tinder. I don't that is like true. it. I think it's kind of stupid. I never get people to move from Tinder to real life. And so it kind of just like starts and stops in the app. But this time I'm being like genuinely me and I'm being super weird. Like my bio, kind of crazy. I definitely told them to swipe left if they're racist. And I think that should go without saying. Okay, that's not weird at all. That is a <laughs> fundamental piece to put out there. You know, you know what I mean? You know, I'm just saying like, no offense, but Seattle's so white and I'm just putting it out there. And here's the thing. <laughs> I can see people swiping right on you just to be like, why? What's the problem with race? I'm not racist. Why would you think? And I'm gonna be like unmatched, <laughs> right? Because I don't have time. You, you shouldn't have swept on me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's the fun I've been up to. I'm hoping um, this week I'll get into some more productive things. I'm excited for you. But yeah, Tinder's been fun actually, and having you know, I mean, like, what else can you do? True. New conversation, connection. Maybe actually get to know somebody because we're forced to have conversation. And it's attention. <laughs> Everybody loves and wants attention, right? You know. <laughs> um, but now that we've uh, recapped our weeks, let's get into our icebreaker, warm everybody up, you know, get loose for the hot topic. Lucy, Lucy. We're going to stick to last week's um, theme and we're going to play categories again. So Marissa, are you ready? I don't know if I want to do this very first category. Yes. We can do it last. Okay. Yeah, let's yeah, do that yeah. one last. I mean, that one's easy, but like... <laughs> All right, so categories. We're going to start it off. Vinny. I'm waiting. I'm just getting my stuff ready here. <laughs> I'm ready for you. I got my dings. I got my buzzers. I got everything. I love it. Good to go. Okay. So we'll go. We're going to go in order. Um, Jasmine, you can start. Okay. I'll go. And then Marissa. And okay. then again, okay? Okay. All right, categories, romance, movies. Okay. I've got my first one. You ready? Gosh. Moulin Rouge. Clueless. Love and basketball. Fifty first dates. Princess and the Frog. <laughs> Mulan. <laughs> Greece. Um, the stupid thing about love. Cinderella. <laughs> Ten Cinderella. things I hate about you. Um, he's just not that into you. Not another teen movie. Ooh. How to lose a guy in 10 days. Um, first kiss. Drew Barrymore? Is that what that's called? Nope. Never been kissed. <laughs> oh, that's a gimme. That, I'll, that slides in. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Marissa. I accept it. Hitch. Ooh. That's a good one. Um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. The Great Gatsby. <laughs> Sorry, Daria, a mad black woman? <laughs> there are some, some romance components to those movies. Thank you. <laughs> I'm thinking about Shamar Moore. Uh. Man, I always mess this up because I get like sidetracked by like something that's said and I'm like, oh, well, I think I lost it. That's because it's like a fine line. Like, I'm not going to lie. Diary to Mad Black Woman was definitely kind of, it was a reach. 
<laughs> it's like sort of romance and sort of not at yeah. the same time 50 50 okay guys sorry that was a, that was a good one we actually managed to keep that going longer than i thought i'll give it to you that's good job good job good job and, and marissa i mean i get yeah. it all these disney princess movies are technically romance movies yeah <laughs> i think so i also had a hard time thinking about romance movies because i do not watch that genre Okay, so fair enough, because I was struck. I mean, all of the ones that I was thinking of were like chick flicks, but I mean, that's still, you know, technically romance movies. But yeah. once you say one, it automatically kind of makes you think of what the next, all the other ones. Yeah. yeah I kept yeah, thinking yeah. about Kate Hudson and Ma Matthew McConaughey. I was like, what How to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> I was trying to say the ultimate one, the one that everybody loves. With Ryan Gosling. Oh, silver. Oh, the notebook. The notebook. Yeah. The notebook. I was like, ah. memes in my head, and I was like, what is that movie called? The letter, the box, the, <laughs> the journal. <laughs> the journal. <laughs> that would have been a really good one. That would have been the one to end it all. It's one of my favorite movies. Yes. Yes. I am a crier, and I cry every time. <laughs> no matter how many times you've about seen Silver it. Linings Playbook? Is that another one? Oh, what's Bradley Cooper? Yeah. Bradley, Bradley I would Cooper say so. Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, but she's like crazy. Yeah, but it's but still she, a romantic thing. Crazy. They both yeah, kind of. And they dance and stuff. I remember that. There's a dancing scene. All right. No. I anyway. get a ding for <laughs> no. that one. It's only acceptable for me yes, in my world. You do. Good job. Yes, Eddie. Playbook, notebook, Silver Linings Playbook. Any, any of those books that the guy wrote, like uh, Dear John and A Walk to Remember. <laughs> right. All of those books. Nicholas Sparks. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Anything that Nicholas Sparks wrote would count. Yes. Okay. okay. Next category. I think Jasmine's excited for I this am, because I think I got some flowers. Our next category is going to be flowers. <laughs> My bad. I got it. I'm really nervous. Uh, I feel like I only know like three uh, flowers. Well, let's hope that we oh, don't. God. Let's hope that we don't name those three. <laughs> you probably will. Okay. I'm going to start same order as last time. Okay. Petunia. Mm. Tulips. Daisies. Primrose. Roses. Um, um, dandelions. Hydrangeas. Lilies. Tulips. Ah! ah nope. Sorry, <laughs> said. <laughs> Wait, did somebody say tulips? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Tulips are my favorite flower. And I thought she was going to say that. But I knew that, like, I wanted to give somebody else a chance to say tulips. Because I know a whole bunch of random flowers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about flowers. I, I put the category down and was kind of like, I already regret this. I mean, you know, it's springtime. I, I get it. You know, like, think about, oh, there's poppies. There's yes. peonies. There's sunflowers. Downers, I was going to say sunflowers. Sunflower. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's snapdragons, rhododendrons. That's like eight I've right heard there. of all of these. See? Yeah. Yeah. You know more than you think you know. Right. The more you know. And that's the lesson <laughs> here today. <laughs> um, do we want to go one more round let's, and then head into a little break? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do okay. that. So let's do books. No genre, just books in general. Okay. I feel like I'm cheating because I've got like five books in this room. But don't look at them. Look at me. I already did. <laughs> that's okay though. That's okay though because like literally there are hundreds of thousands of books. Right. Okay. All right. Same order. Jazz, Tay, Marissa, and mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Twilight. The Bible. <laughs> Coming. Did, did you say something, Marissa? Yeah, um, Becoming by Michelle Obama. Where the mm -hmm. wild things are. Hawks by Chris. Girl with a dragon tattoo. Uh, red light, green light. The couple next door. Between the world and us. Mm. New moon. <laughs> Is that sorry. a picture book? It's the second book of the Twilight. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> the girl in the trade. <laughs> Babysitter's Club, all of them. Good call. <laughs> the, glass, them all. the Glass House. Um, the Guest List. Friendle. Into the Water. 
Water Dancer. I think it's by Tanashi Coates. Um, <laughs> Web <laughs> Webster's Dictionary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all Absolutely. All editions. Um, all editions. <laughs> the Secret Language of Birthdays. Junie B. Jones. All of them. Oh, that's a good one. Um, do the Magic School Bus flip books, like the color books count? Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, I Do Not Like Green Eggs and Ham by Dr. Seuss. Green Eggs and Ham mm. by Dr. Seuss. <laughs> and I think we'll cover all Dr. Seuss books at that point, too, because there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, that opened my mind to a lot of different books. Now. Totally. <laughs> Um, Harry Potter, the Chamber of Secrets. An all-encompassing Harry Potter books. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Seriously. Little Fires Everywhere. <gasps> Little House on the Prairie. And all books within that series. Because there's like eight of them. Um, um, we Should All Be Feminists by Chamandi Ngozi. Ooh. Ooh, Americana. <laughs> what You Need to Know Before You Go a book by Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife that was given to me before I went off to college, in which I did not go. <laughs> Note taken. Um, oh, I had it. How much time do I get? Uh, you... Invisible Man, Invisible Man, Invisible Man. Come on, you're stretching. Invisible Man. Game of Thrones. Okay. A Song Game of Dance of and Fire. That's actually what it's called. A song, oh, a song of dancing fire. Yeah, that is song what it's of, called. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, is that a buzzer? <laughs> Jasmine, you got a quick. I one? just don't have a book. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a buzzer. I was ready. I was Darn trying to it. think of like Zornel Hurston's "Their Eyes Are Watching God." What are those ones? Shell Silverstein, where the sidewalk ends. Oh, like, great ones. Those ones, mm -hmm. uh, chicken, chicken soup for the soul. Yep. Like, oh, those mm. ones were, yes. I love Computers those. for dummies. Why am I thinking the dummy yes. books? The dummy books, all right? The dummies yep. books. Yeah, all, all, all the yeah. dummies. <laughs> all of the dummies. <laughs> for me, it'd be like the Hardy Boys, you know, uh, choose your own adventure books. <laughs> Okay. Obviously, oh, I'm dating I like myself because I'm a lot older than you. Also, <laughs> that's what I grew up with. The Hatchet. I remember reading that. Uh, James the and the Giant Peach. James and the Giant Peach. That was another good James one. James and the Giant Peach. Mm -hmm. Really that's quickly, I'm point. glad that you said the Hatchet because you know the Hatchet was actually was I, like we were forced to read in yeah. school, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it was a book that I enjoyed. Like I didn't. Yeah. It's it's, such it's a good storyline. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And yeah. I'm like, why do I care about a freaking hatchet, guys? Like, <laughs> Lord of the Flies. It's Paul That's another <laughs> Paul Beowulf. Yeah, Beowulf. Lord Paul of Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fahrenheit 451. That's another good one. I like that one. That is a good one. That was a good book. I love this. See, now we're now we've got all these books. So now take that <laughs> list of books that we said in. Do some reading during yeah. quarantine. And summer. Summer's coming up. And yes. summer. Take those books on the beach with you. We're finally allowed outside. Yeah, or just find somewhere outside in the sunshine to sit and get warm and sun drunk. But if you have the option to find a beach, do that. Yeah, we're definitely <laughs> going for the beach option. <laughs> uh, Okay, so that wraps up uh, our icebreaker. Uh, we're gonna hop into a really quick two to three minute break uh, before we get into our review of the week. You guys are listening to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Stay tuned. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen.
Hey, Seattle. Tune in to The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. We have something for everyone. From Song of the Week, where we'll introduce you to local Seattle artists, to the quirky games that we play for that little pick-me-up to get you through your morning commute. Again, that's The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you guys on Thursday. You may not realize how important three letters can be. For a patient who needs type A, B, or O blood, these letters can mean life. But there simply aren't enough people giving blood. Every two seconds, someone in the U.S. needs it. But only about 3% of the population donates. Without more donors, hospitals may not have the blood needed to save lives. That's why the American Red Cross needs people to help restore the A's, B's, and O's that are depleting each day. When you make your appointment to donate blood at redcrossblood.org forward slash missing types, you can help give strength to kids, parents, and grandparents who face life and death challenges. Challenges. From cancer patients to accident survivors waiting for critical surgeries, your generosity can give someone more life. Don't wait until the letters A, B, and O are missing from hospital shelves. You are the missing type patients need. Visit redcrossblood.org forward slash missing types or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to make your donation appointment today. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> it's a 22. <laughs> you don't need me anymore. You got your sound effects already. I swear, Vinny, I'm like. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, Vinny. <laughs> it's fine. Although that kind of st- plays with the stereotype of like, you know, most ladies aren't familiar with sound effects or, you know, have the challenges with it, I guess. Yeah. And there's my my example. There you go, right? I am ready. You just need to work on it a little bit. Oh, goodness. Uh, Sorry, guys. So, that's okay. Before, before we jumped into our break, we played our uh, icebreaker, which was categories, which was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we actually got farther than we had in past weeks. So Absolutely. we're just getting better, <laughs> as well as a quick review of our weeks. Um, all in all, we're off to a really good start, I feel like. Yeah. You guys have gotten some some pretty good insight and information from us already this morning. <laughs> we're on a roll. <laughs> um, but now let's get into our review of the weeks. Um, I think we're going to review some things that we talked about last week uh, because a lot of new music dropped this past week. So between last Thursday and this Thursday. And I think that a lot of new music is going to be dropping while we're in quarantine. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Absolutely. But some new releases that we talked about were The Baby's Blame It On Baby, The Dream Sex Tape 4, sorry, Kelly Rowland's Coffee. Um, Division also dropped a album called Amuse and Her Feelings. And I also wanted to touch a little bit on that new episode of Insecure. Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> Who wants to go first? Everybody. <laughs> I know, right? Because I'm like, I've got a lot I want to say. Go ahead, girl. Um, well, let's start with, it's weird because, so let me start with baby. I actually haven't had a chance to listen to it. It's not awesome. Yeah. It's not anything groundbreaking. So here's, and here's, and here's kind of why I feel like that is what, here's number two. I didn't even know that he was dropping an album. I was so focused on the fact that like the dream was going to be dropping new music and that division was dropping new music that I didn't even know DaBaby dropped more music until somebody sent me a song. And I was like, oh, he's got a whole album too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say we've, we've said this before about the Migos. They have a sound and you can hear it in the culture, culture two, culture three. They all have a sound. It's all familiar. You kind of know what you're getting. Skr, skr. Hey, hey, ah, e. You know, all the ad libs, whatever. <laughs> now with the baby, similar kind of thing. His flow, the beats, you know, he's probably using the same producer. Let's go. <laughs> um, so yeah, and again, like I said, I haven't listened to it, so I'm not going to be able to give you guys like my impression or how I feel about it, but I am, I still haven't jumped to listen to it. I'm in no rush to hear it. And I haven't really heard many people hyping about it, which is usually (laughs) what gets me to listen to it. Like 
usually I see people like, oh, this track is hard or, oh, so-and-so went in on this and that. And I have not really heard much hype surrounding it. I'm going to piggyback on your, Go ahead. I'm going to just like piggyback as you talk about an album or a section. Perfect, because we all got the same stuff to talk about. Absolutely. <laughs> so here's what I'll say. One, it's not an impressive album. It's definitely standard baby work. Um, <laughs> and the beat is still there. Yeah. However, I will say this one to me felt a little bit different. I mean, there's still a lot of bop in it and there's still a lot of bass in all of his um, tracks, but there were a couple songs that sounded different to me and I definitely recommend Nasty featuring Megan Thee Stallion and Ashanti. That's the one. Oh, that's the one. Oh, yeah. Um, they sample Baby by Ashanti in that song, which is a classic 2000 R&B song. Mm -hmm. And um, I just say I, I recommend it. It's a it's a really nasty song. So like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna play yeah, it. Don't, don't, play, don't play that one, Benny. It's not. The kids aren't ready for that. But this is so. This is the original Ashanti baby. Yeah, you can yes. yeah with the piano intro. I yep. had to look up the date on it. It's been a minute since I've heard it too. It's still pretty popular. I, yeah. Ashanti is like one of my favorite people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were we're excited that she's been getting work again mm -hmm. lately. Like between Tory Lanes and this, like Ashanti's, she's probably gonna come out with an album or a single soon. Maybe. I hope she's dropping an album. <laughs> she's putting out merch, and I don't know why you put out merch if you don't have. Right. Merch for what? Mm. A tour. Exactly. Yep. Um, but that's my summation of the baby's album. Marissa, have you had a chance to check that out at all? Not yet. No. And that's okay. <laughs> right. I'm, I, I'll listen to the song you guys were just talking about. Okay. Definitely check yeah, that out. That I think you'll like it. Um, I have one last thing to say about that album. There is a song on there called Light Skin-ish. Actually explicitive. Yeah. Um, a lot of the titles are. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I don't like that song because I'm light-skinned and us? he's creating or he is feeding into the stereotype that light-skinned women don't text people back or that we're pretentious and we think we're too good for people. And I know I am at fear of sounding pretentious and too good for people, but like <laughs> that's not facts. It's and not. I just need people to stop saying that. Like, I'm also just a really bad texter. Like I, I regardless of know, my skin tone, I let people know <laughs> off rip. I'm, I'm just, terrible just, at texting. I'm just a bad texter. It's not has nothing to do with my skin. No, like I don't. I don't keep you on red because I'm light skin. I keep you on red because the conversation is not flowing. Yeah. Right. So that's what people need to know. It has nothing to do with that. I'm light skin. You let them know. So, baby, I don't agree with light skin-ish, okay? No. She's going from standing <laughs> Kurt the baby to, nah, Jonathan's in trouble. Yeah. Jonathan's <laughs> on mm, I'm gonna now. have to listen to this song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't like it. I was like, why does everybody think that? Like, not fair. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. That's the baby's Blame It On Baby summed up, by the way. <laughs> um, now, the next album, I cannot wait to talk about. Um, it's The Dream. <laughs> Sex Tape 4, <laughs> and I've been listening to this album pretty much on repeat. Yes. Shantae, yeah. Uh, we live in the same house. She hears me. I've pretty much been doing nothing but listening to this and Division for the mm -hmm. past week. Um, like when Megan the Stallion dropped Hot Girl Summer. Right. But at least it's a full album. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, you guys know I'm always going to favor the dream. He can do no wrong in my eyes, all that fun stuff. Now, this album definitely gave me everything that I thought it was going to be. It's definitely up there with his uh, Menage a Trois trilogy that he had, Sex Tapes Volume 1, 2, and 3. Um, I actually found out that there's a couple songs on here that are very old. Like, um, there's a song on there called Body Work and F My Brains Out. Um, both of those, I guess, were originally um, released back in 2011. Okay. Which I know Body Work then. Okay. Because I have to know it because I know those lyrics. And I'm like, why do I know this song? Well, I was going to say, so, <laughs> well, here's the thing. The song that you know is hard for me. But I know body work too, because that's the one, the words. I'm like, no, I know these words. Yeah. And why do I know the words already? So for those of you guys who don't know about The Dream, he is, he's produced and written music for pretty much everybody. Some of your, some of the, your favorite 
hits, your favorite musician's hits, he's probably had something to do with, okay? So the reason why I don't find that surprising is because he will sometimes recycle parts of a beat or say maybe like the harmony or melody or sometimes he'll even replace like same lyrics but just put them with different songs. So if you hear a different song in some of his music, I don't doubt it at all, you know? And sometimes it's fun because it's like a journey to figure out like, why do I know this, you know? Or what oh, do I know this from? All the time with The Dream. I think it's always funny with The Dream that he samples his own music more than he samples like other people's music, I feel like. He is, uh, he's one of those guys who I feel like is like Kanye, where he's just like, he I am knows the- he's great. Yeah, I'm the greatest, I'm the best. I don't need to use other people's music or whatever to yeah i feel like that's him yeah um but shout out to andrew my friend andrew he's the one who told me about body work and f my brains out being actually older songs i was upset because i call myself a diehard dream fan and i didn't know these songs so <laughs> that kind of had me upset um but the other one that shantae pointed out that was familiar yeah is this other song that he has called Hard For Me. And it definitely samples R. Kelly's Feeling On My Booty, or yeah. Feeling On Your Booty. We, we figured that out last night. I've been trying to figure it out since Friday. And I was like, no, that's another song. Yeah. Like, I know this song and I just can't put my finger on it. And then literally yesterday I was at work and I was like, I'm listening, I'm listening to the, the music and she comes running in my room and she's like, it's this song here. Do you hear it? Do you hear it? And, and it's sure little, enough, there's like this little, Bing, 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 bing. And like literally the dream song is going and that's going. And I'm like, it's the exact it, it is. same sound. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as she came in with that, I was like, oh. And now we can't unhear you can't. it. You can't unhear it. <laughs> and that was one of my favorite songs. I don't know that I'm going to be able to listen to because it's not associated Thanks. with R. Kelly. Thanks, R. Kelly. Thanks for ruining that for us. Thanks for ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, outside, outside of Hard For Me, body work and F my brains out, which again, the whole album is great. Okay. You're not going to hear me say anything bad. Um, but a couple of my standouts are passion, um, say something and notice. What I like a lot about passion is that it's exactly about passion and lovemaking. Um, say something. I have no idea really what it's about, but I love it. I have it literally. I haven't listened to the words really, other than there's this part where he's like, you know, don't get out of the cast, don't don't get out of the car, just like stay in the car. So I literally don't know what it's about, but the beat is a very uh, sensual, sexy, seductive kind of beat. And when I, I feel hear like it, the whole album is, it Absolutely. is. I mean, oh, it no, really it is. is. Absolutely. But this song, it's some, it's. To me, it's a little bit of like a deeper, more sensual kind of thing. Like mm. this song makes me want to get nasty, if that makes any sense. Nastier than Nasty by the Baby, Megan Stallion. Well, yep, yeah, exactly. Real dirty <laughs> nasty. So anyways, that's my take on the Dreams album. Um, I can listen to it through and through. There's a song on there with Janae Igo, and I actually think that might be his only feature. So check it out. It's called that Wee Hours. Wee Hours, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. That one I like, well, actually, we don't like it. It's annoying. <laughs> There's this part at the beginning where he's like, it's singing and it's pretty. And then he's like, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> and you're like, can this end? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this part right here. This part right here. Okay, I can't go any further because this is Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's this whole entire part where it's just like, and you can keep singing now. Yeah, like you just wanted to get past that. Right. Part. Yeah, like can you start singing words again? <laughs> like it's awkward in a sense. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. Exactly. Um, moving on to division. Division. So Shantae, I want you to tell me what songs you like off of this division album. Um, oh, I don't think that I've listened to the entire album. Um, I've just heard like the two songs that you were listening, the two singles that you were listening to before they dropped the album. Yeah. And those are probably my favorite. Um, I absolutely love Between Us featuring Snow Allegra. Yes. They actually sample uh, Usher, 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 who, it, who yeah. we all know is Baby Daddy. Nice anyway. and slow. 
Yes. Exactly. And, and you know, like how you go, how you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. Also, I just really like all these artists sampling. Oh, we lose you girls. Looks like their uh, Zoom room has stalled out. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. More from The Way with Jazz and Tay. Five things you need to know about measles in 30 seconds. The vaccine was developed in 1963, and measles became rare in the U.S. But low vaccination rates are now causing outbreaks that may put you at risk. Measles is highly contagious and spreads easily when an infected person breathes or coughs. Measles can have serious complications and can be deadly. It's also easy to prevent with a vaccine that's safe and effective. Please make sure you and your loved ones are vaccinated. Learn more at nfib.org slash measles. Hey, Seattle. Tune in to The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. We have something for everyone. From Song of the Week, where we'll introduce you to local Seattle artists, to the quirky games that we play for that little pick-me-up to get you through your morning commute. Again, that's The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you guys on Thursday. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, he's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Alternative Talk 1150 is your sports organization's safe bet when it comes to airing your team's games. Our players are all seasoned professionals when it comes to sports programming. Imagine your games being heard on local radio. Your team deserves the MVP treatment. Call 425-653-1150 today to learn how affordable and fun it is to broadcast your games on the radio. Call 425-653-1150 and make your next season something special. That's 425-653-1150. I'm Dr. Anthony Lazowitz, and this is Climate Connections. Factories and power plants often release a lot of carbon pollution. And without a government tax on that pollution, there's not always a clear financial incentive for companies to reduce their emissions. Itasha Cave is co-founder of Opus 12. The California startup has developed a technology she says could motivate companies to invest in capturing their CO2 emissions. To me, it just seemed like an elegant solution to provide a revenue stream for CO2 instead of throwing it away. The company's technology breaks down carbon dioxide in water, then combines them to create other molecules. Those molecules can then be used to make materials such as alternative fuels or plastics. It's basically a way to recycle CO2 that would otherwise end up in the atmosphere. One product, for example, is jet fuel. And you can imagine using that jet fuel in commercial flights. Another product we make is polycarbonate polymer. The lenses in most sunglasses and eyeglasses are made from that now. We can make that from CO2. Opus 12 has already built a small version of its technology. The company still needs to build bigger units and prove it's commercially viable. But at scale, Cave says this technology could make it profitable for companies to capture their harmful emissions. Climate Connections is produced by the Yale Center for Environmental Communication. Learn more at YaleClimateConnections.org. Organic, free-range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, guys. Welcome back to The Way. We were experiencing some technical difficulties there. Thank you guys for hanging in while we got with that. But we are back and we are better. We're going old school. We actually brought you in on the phone lines. You know, you remember those? Everyone uses phone yeah. lines. Yeah, right. Do you guys know what a phone line is? We don't. Barely. Um, before we dropped off, we were just wrapping up on our review of the Division album, which is going to be Fire Flame. Um, Shantae was saying that 
she's been listening to the main two singles that they've put out. Um, they've actually put out like three singles to promote this album. And I just want to say, I love their project and I've been a fan of theirs since about 2016, 2017. I frequent their albums weekly, if not bi-weekly. This is going to be another one that I'm going to be listening to roundabout all the time. On repeat. Yes. <laughs> so that's going to wrap up our review of the week. We're going to jump into our hot topic with Miss Marissa, and she's going to help us tackle this accountability and relationships. <laughs> what even is that? <laughs> so um, yesterday we actually pulled our viewers, our listeners, our people on Instagram um, in preparation for this hot topic. And we asked, um, do you guys think that women take responsibility for their actions in relationships? And um, the results came back and 79% of our fans said no, absolutely not. While the obviously the other 21% said yes. Um, and I think that their reaction alone is like is just a great segue into the is just a great segue into um, into this topic altogether. So basically, um, we wanted to touch on why women don't take really don't take accountability for their actions or responsibility for their actions in relationships, and you know maybe why people think that they don't. And just we've got an article here as well in order to help supplement this conversation. Sorry, and it came it came with a video, and I kind of enjoyed watching the video because she broke it down in like five different ways as to why women may or may not be accountable or hold accountability in relationships and one of them that stuck out to me was that like it's how we are conditioned or it's out of like protection of ourselves which is actually kind of like a strange anomaly if you think about it because I think of myself like protecting myself because I have to maybe because I'm being targeted or Maybe I'm being looked at a certain way or I'm being talked to a certain way. And so my natural reaction is to, like, defend myself or protect myself. And if I'm working with, a, say, a potential suitor or somebody who I'm trying to date and I'm acting that way, it can be off-putting to them. Or maybe it's not clear what their intentions are. And that can be another reason why I'm automatically kind of defensive or mm -hmm. protecting myself. And I don't always hold myself accountable for that. I'm like, no, you're being a creep. No, blah, blah, blah. When really it's like maybe I'm just too full of myself to see what's really in front of me or what's going on. Mm. Um, I think another thing that was like a common theme in all of these articles that we read on the topic is that, you know, it's the, the woman is always right, even when she's wrong type of mentality. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and why is that a thing? Like, why... Why is it that um, many time in relationships, people just succumb to, you know, uh, the woman, her her needs, her wants, or whatever she's saying? Why is it that she is always right? And if she's done something wrong, we don't have to acknowledge, women, they don't, sorry, in a relationship, we don't have to acknowledge that the woman is wrong because, like I said, woman is always right. Exactly. Um, so why do you think, why do you, why do you think that is? Why is the woman always right? That's I, a really I interesting question. Thanks for thanks for chiming in there because I my my thought is that it's because you know you happy wife happy life you know the man needs to agree with the woman or it's not you know you're gonna have less fights and problems if you let the wife always be right. Mm -hmm. Is that accurate, Marissa? I would say I would say that's the societal like norm and that's the culture for sure i how do you so, go, sorry go ahead go ahead no go ahead i think that i think though it stems from like both men and women not really being able to communicate or not really understanding how to communicate and so let's default to the woman because 
you know, happy wife, happy life. Like that's the exactly. easy, yeah. that's the easy way opposed to making husbands or boyfriends or even, you know, potential, potential boyfriends that, you know, we're dating to make them accountable for seeing the way we communicate and then matching it or navigating around it and acknowledging it and vice versa. And I, I think that as a society, it's hard to take responsibility, especially when we are in the same relational patterns. It's hard for us to, to blame ourselves for that and then make change. And so it's easy to say, Oh, well, happy wife, happy life, because it's the woman who's, emotional it's the woman who's going to yeah. be angry it's the woman who's going to talk back it's the woman who's going to talk about you to her friends way. yeah and it's um yeah it's a good question so i i like i like that you said that because i know for from me personally i only see how maybe the toxic traits that I might have or like how I maybe contributed to the downfall of my relationship. I'm only seeing that now that I've been so far removed from the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. when yeah. you're, when I'm in it, I don't see what I might be doing that might be contributing to why this isn't working. Except for now, I'm out of my last relationship a little bit over a year now and I can see clearly the ways that I may not have been delivering myself. But like, how do you how do you do that when you're in a relationship with a, with that person, and it not come across as like, you know, this needs to change or this isn't going to work kind of thing? It's. I also want to piggyback on that because I was going to say the same thing. I actually had a, a I'll say an ex recently pop back up, and he kind of just started pointing out a bunch of things. And um, he's been putting a lot of things on his IG story that I don't think are pointed at me. But when I look at them, I'm like, that's very, that's a very interesting point that he's making. Mm -hmm. And when I think about he and I, when it all ended, I was like, I need a break because the way that you and I interact doesn't work for me. And he was like, well, I don't want to take a break. And I was like, well, then this is over. (laughs) Done. And, like, I just knew I was so right about it. And, like, I just kind of cut him off and, like, didn't really keep, you know, any kind of contact with him. And we were friends, you know. Like, we, in the time that we were dating, I would say that we had become friends. So, like, for him, it was hard to just, like, go from us being, like, talking every day to us not talking at Mm -hmm. all. And, like, coming back full circle, like, two to three years later, he brings it up all. Like, he, like, comes back. And I'm like, I... I think that, like, I missed a step by not communicating to him what it was that wasn't working yeah. and, like, why it wasn't working for me. And, like, I thought I did that at the time, but when I think about it, I really think I missed something there. Yeah. And, like, that's me looking at my actions, and I'm like, I did something wrong there. Like, I was kind of the one who messed it up. Well, he messed it up, but <laughs> I didn't help. Um, but, yeah, like, like she said, what... What, how do you or what do you do in order to um, take a step back from yourself and take responsibility for your actions? Like, how, how do you see how that, you when, do you're that? when you're yeah. in it, in the middle of it, in the throes of it? I think it, it starts with small things, your daily habits. I think holding yourself accountable, especially in something that can be so triggering, like a relationship, a romantic relationship that if we don't make it a habit already to hold ourselves accountable, to expect good things from ourselves all of the time outside of a relationship, we're not going to magically have those skills in a relationship because we're still the same person. That's so true. I think if you struggle with holding yourself accountable or if you want to hold yourself accountable even more, you really have to test the person you're dating to see if they hold themselves accountable. Because if they don't, then they're not going to be able to help you. Now, by testing, like, this is not the same as, like, playing games with them, right? No, no, no. Testing is, like, something. It, and it's, it's not really a test. It's more just, like, honestly, you passing judgment on the things they say and do. So if a guy says, mm-hmm. oh, let's FaceTime later at 8 p.m., he doesn't call, like, okay, you can't even hold yourself accountable. I'm upset because I was waiting for you to call me at at 8 p.m. And it's such a small thing, but it's indicative to 
him saying something and not falling through and not falling and that's a habit of his like that's a very good point that small example is going to continue to happen unless you one tell him and say this doesn't work for me and expect him to change or you just say hey we don't we're not on the same page right now or whatever but i think women especially have to see the red flags and listen to them like Mm. from the first interaction instead of being overtaken by how good a guy looks or how he talks to you or the compliments because those things don't matter like yeah absolutely they don't matter so one i really love this topic and i want to continue it um, we have about two more minutes left on the uh, on the show. So, Marissa, I would love to have you back for, like, a separate episode to continue this conversation. Yes, please. Oh, yes. I feel like there's Absolutely. a lot that we didn't get to talk about. Absolutely. Um, so, so we're going to go ahead and do a really quick recap of our episode um, in the time that we have left. You guys got about a minute, so, yeah, super fast. I'm just going to say overall – Episode is the way. Same. Technical difficulties that cut our time short. <laughs> not the way. Not totally the way. not. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we did our best. Screw you. Screw you, interweb. Infinity. Um, <laughs> but really, if you get a chance to listen to any of the music that we talked about today, please listen to it. And, and Marissa, let our uh, listeners know where they can find you on Instagram. Yes. Hello. So you can find me at mayphotos.com. Net. M-A-Y-T-H-O-T-O-S dot net on um, the internet. And on Instagram, you can find me at May underscore photography. Awesome. Thank you so much, Marissa, for coming on to the show. And thank you for hanging in with us during, like, the technical difficulties and everything. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All righty, guys. That was another episode of The Way. Thanks for tuning in. As always, thank you so much for tuning into The Way. Catch you next week. Same time, same place. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. Don't be afraid to DM us if you have any questions or suggestions about the show. Until next time, bye. Peace.